are talking about what you should be watching and what is worth watching versus the, what the critics might say. And historically, Val the Voice Johnson, things that had to do with people of color would seldom get nominated. Mr. Womble and I are talking our top five picks in comedy and our top five picks in drama ahead of this year's 74th Primetime Emmy Awards. I'm Val the Voice Johnson, and this is Interludes. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by the Riddles Clean Comedy Virtual Show. Find out more on our website, linktr.ee forward slash pure light media. And now, all the way live from the south side of Chicago, give it up for your host, Val the Voice Johnson. Depending on when you're listening to us, either you're listening to this ahead of Monday night Emmys or after Monday's night's Emmys. Either way, it doesn't matter because we're not making predictions. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing about the voice, Johnson? We are talking about what you should be watching and what is worth watching versus right. the, what the critics might say. Exactly. We don't need the validation for some Hollywood group of people to tell us what's good and what's not good. I got two eyes. I got two errors. I can hear. I can see. I know what's funny. And historically, Val the Voice Johnson, things that had to do with people of color would seldom get nominated. So I don't need your validation. Besides, I'm too old to have to have uh, young folks that don't know my culture or my experience tell me whether or not the art that I'm making is good or worthy. <laughs> oh, boy. We going to talk about what's worth watching. So the way that we have set this up is this. We're going to start out talking about five comedies, and then we'll transition, smooth transition, to dramas, five dramas that we think are worth watching. Now, when we say worth watching, you got to understand how television has evolved over the last couple of years. And it is now this. Maybe you didn't see it when it first came out. Maybe exactly. you were busy. You were cooking dinner or taking the kids or telling them to go to sleep. No, really, hey, really, hey. I really need you to go to sleep. Right. Or, or, maybe you were avoid, or maybe you were avoiding COVID. We don't know. We don't know what you're doing. Maybe you were like Val the Voice and, and, and involved in 10 different jobs. All at once, I swear she's Jamaican, or at least Trinidadian, something like that. Come on, come on. Probably. So you you get to watch this at your leisure. You get to watch this when you need to, when you can. And you can, thanks to streaming services. You can catch everything that we're talking about today. You can catch these things. They're available for you, some in whole seasons. So let's move transition to our five comedies. Wanna, uh, let's go in alphabetical order. First up, alphabetically, is A. A begins the alphabet. I know, I deal with this with students every day. No, oh it really God. does start the alphabet. Oh A does. Gosh. 
And then B comes after A. And especially talking about teachers and students, let's begin with America's favorite new school in Philadelphia. That, of course, is Abbott Academy. Abbott Elementary. Yes, Abbott <laughs> Elementary. It's an elementary school with the little oh kids, God. right? The little okay, snot nosed kids. I can I jump? Can I? Can I jump in here real quick? My Absolutely. <laughs> gracious. All right. So, Abbott Elementary is nominated. You're so cute. Is nominated for uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, um, seven, eight Emmys. Seven, yeah. seven Emmys, and it did ah, win one, and it yeah. did win one over the the weekend in the creative for oh. best casting. So, if the casting director of Abbott Elementary won, because this is a very, very wonderful cast, and I want to also make that connection of. Uh, Quentin Bunsen, who is the creator and lead actress on this and kind of the showrunner on this, uh, got her start on another show that we think that is worth watching. But Abbott Elementary, all episodes are available streaming on Hulu, originally aired on ABC. I have enlisted the help of one of Abbott Elementary's finest. Now, come on, come on, show us what you got. <clears throat> what, here? Yeah. Heck here. We can get this kid. Of course here. Come on. Teach us something. Oh, all right. Um, Farmer Hank has seven turkeys. Then he buys six more. How many turkeys does Farmer Hank now have? Hmm. Is one of the turkeys pregnant? One of my kids asked the same thing. Because it's a good question. And it shows that they're using critical thinking. It's irrelevant. No, it might be silly to you, but to them it might be an important question that if they don't get it answered, they can't focus. And diversions are an important part of learning. So, Michael, you are yeah. a teacher. What do you yeah. think about Abbott? I love it. It is a great, it's a great show. And then even though it's set in the elementary level, because it's Abbott Elementary, uh, and, and I teach high school, I can empathize with that. Um, I had a, a year that is my, don't talk about Bruno year in junior high. And oh my God, I'm still traumatized from that year with junior high kids. And just the elements, the, the, the stress that teachers bring to the job because they're it's forced upon them by incompetent uh, administrators like the principal in the show, who's hilariously played by Janelle, Janelle James, comedian. Uh, it's great. It's a wonderful show. Um, of course, Val, the casting director, deserves an Emmy. Four cast members are up for Emmys. Yay. So uh, that casting director did a great job. Uh, Quinta is up for an Emmy for a show that she created, along with, along with... Shirley uh, Ralph. Yeah, Shirley Ralph. Shirley Ralph Veteran. in the uh, supporting, along with Janelle James. And then the kid that a lot of y'all still remember as Chris from Everybody Loves Chris, he is up for an Emmy. Everybody hates Chris. What do you mean everybody loves Chris? Well, they love him now since he got slapped. You know what I mean? So, um, like, yeah, they should go back and re-edit re the name of that show. Maybe oh that's how God. Will felt about it. Maybe Will hated it. Moving but. on, the next show <laughs> that is nominated or the next show that we think 
is worth watching and something on the letter a still the letter a is atlanta yes it is yes, and it is. donald glover the, another creator of the show uh, yeah, is yeah. nominated for lead actor in the yes, series for an emmy however this lat this season this third season which took a minute to come back from i think they were on this uh two two year maybe three year hiatus and i think COVID had everything to do with it but atlanta is one of those film one of those series that you got to catch it it's dark comedy it's twisty comedy it's uh intelligent comedy and it's worth watching what do you think what do you what do you say? I, I love I'm gonna pick up on your Freudian slip there for a second. You mm-hmm. almost described Atlanta as a film. And I think in a way I it know. is much like a film. I know. It resembles a film. The way that they approached this past season. So you know they shot this season and the next season that is coming up, uh starting fairly soon, uh, mm-hmm. in, the, in the next couple of weeks, I believe. Uh so it, the next season of Atlanta, they shot it all at the same time. So they're just approaching this, I mean, almost in a, in a cinematic way. It yeah. is surreal, for sure, S-U-R-R-E-A-L. It is a surreal show, meaning that you can't really trust anything. You don't know what's real, what's not real. And because of that, it deals in this Afro-surrealism, which is just this amazing form of art and the genre in and onto itself that nobody ever really sees in this form. It is, uh, how did how did uh, Donald Glover once describe the show? He said that he wanted to make uh, a, a hip hop Twin Peaks. And he has done that over the last couple of years. It's an amazing show to watch. You can catch it, you can watch individual episodes. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be uh, in some type of order and you can enjoy it uh and he they did win the emmy already they they won an emmy this year already for their uh season debut for this past season called three slaps which mm-hmm. no again does not have to do with Will Smith. it has to do with a a real life incident that occurred and their dramatization of it which had some humor in it some really dark humor and a lot of social commentary Start there. If you saw the last two seasons and you missed the season, start with that season opener, and it sets the tone for the rest of rest of the year. That's Atlanta. Next, next, next show that is um, phenomenal, and I definitely thank Michael for recommending this. Is a Black Lady Sketch Show, thirteen awards, um, thirteen nominations for Black Lady Sketch Show, and over the weekend. It did did win for Outstanding Directing for a Variety Series and also Outstanding Picture Editing for a Variety Programming. Uh, this is a tech, these are technical creative awards, but however, it's to me a phenomenal cast as well as uh, Quentin, who is nominated for Abbott, uh, got her start over the, oh, I got her, um, <laughs> Got her acting yeah. uh, chops over there with a uh, Robin Pede. I am excited about this uh, show and excited about what it could win for an Emmy. But this is a show on HBO Max that is worth watching. 
Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. Brace yourselves. Well, I'm, I'm three. I know. Come on, just slowly. Okay, you see all the people? Look, say hi. What up, Bob Three? <laughs> Thank you all for coming to our sip and see for baby Annie. Yeah, I'm gonna need a lot more sips to see my way through this party. Are you shy? <laughs> it's been a long two years, but we are so happy we traded our baby Ben's for a baby Bjorn. Okay, but that baby was Bjorn 30 years ago. What up, Bob Three? Oh my gosh, Jerry, so you see it too. She is such an old soul. She's been here before, but you know what's crazy? No, 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 not anymore. She was actually a preemie. Oh, okay. Yes. By preemie, do you mean pre-man? You're so silly. This <laughs> is so embarrassing. Michael. Yes. Unlike anything else, Robin Thieve gets, uh, should get a lot of credit. Um, who is Robin Thieves? You may have recognized her from a very short-lived late-night show on uh, on on BT. No, 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 that's okay. Um, she also was uh, a writer for another comedian who had a pretty short-lived show following The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Uh, so she's been a writer for a long time. She steps out to perform. She is one of those comedians that I know has had to endure the whole thing about like, it's a pretty funny, all that kind of nonsense. She's hilarious. The cast is great. This cast includes also uh, Townsend. So there's a Townsend in this cast, which if that name sounds familiar, it is the daughter of Robert Townsend, uh, the actor and creator of Hollywood Shuffle. So this is a, a great show. It touches on topics that has to do with things that I wouldn't even know that well, that Val knows much better than I do. Things, topics that have to do with being African-American and female, and they yeah. find the humor in it. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and, and it's not a humor for everybody, uh, but it is universally funny. It's, it's funny because it's so specific. And in that way, it's like, I can identify with it because it is like, Oh, yeah, I got that kind of issue like that, too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> and wrapping this up, it is up against Saturday Night Live. Yeah. They're the only two entries in the category for sketch shows. So the fact that Robin Thede has gone to this genre, this form of entertainment that we just don't see on television anymore and is minded in this way and produce something extraordinary uh, is certainly worthy of praise. Very much so. And everything and is trash. I'm going to introduce this one because Val, the voice is going to talk to you more about it with this reluctantly. Because, see, this is a guilty pleasure for her. Y'all don't understand. <laughs> so, the name of the show is called Everything is Trash. It's on Freeform, which is the home of shows if you are female and 25 and under. Yet, Val and I have both found ways to enjoy Everything is Trash. And partly that has to do with its star and creator, who is one of, I guess, two of the dope queens, right, Val? Yeah, and she has, <laughs> she's Laugh. a podcaster. <laughs> I'm laughing because she's a podcaster and it, uh, the, the name of the podcast on the Fictica show is uh, Everything's, Everything's Trash. And then of course, it's it shot. What was that? And she being Phoebe Robinson, right? And she's being Phoebe Robinson. But here's the thing: it the 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 series is shot in my in my beloved 
uh, second home, Brooklyn. So uh, Jordan Carlos, uh, Takora Cash, uh, Moses Storm, and a guest appearance from Jackie Harry. It is a very interestingly funny oh, show. No. And this is not for children. She's a mama? I, I'm not saying. <laughs> oh, no. so this i think this entry came a little too possibly past when uh nominations were being handed out because i don't see anything uh i don't see it nominated for anything because it's it's i want to say it's new but look for it in 2023 i'd love for it to for them to kind of pick up on it or whatever but you know i like it i'm entertained by it, it. it's an acquired taste the show is an acquired taste uh, Val, did, did they contact you when they came up with the concept of this show? Uh, no, they did uh, not. A sister from Brooklyn that starts a podcast? No, and, they did not. Uh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, Phoebe, should Phoebe's lawyers be looking out for something? No, 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 no. Uh, next, next, and our our last our last Finally. one in our comedy, uh, comedy. lane is the Upshaws. And this stars one of my favorite actresses who's been in the game since the 1970s. Wanda Sykes. No. <laughs> Not no. Wanda Sykes. But Wanda, I love you. So. Yeah, we, we of course, we love Wanda Sykes. Uh, Mike, uh, Wanda Sykes and Mike Epps did come together to create this, but they created a great job for Kim Fields, who yes. plays, wow. I love how she plays the Mrs. Upshaw dealing with a very uh, <laughs> uh, married to the Mike Epps character, uh, Benny Upshaw, and then them dealing with the baby mama uh, from the Black Lady Sketch Show, uh, Gabrielle and Dennis. <laughs> I just feel- I, I, what I like about this show, and I mm-hmm. keep it real brief, is this. It's like, this is the show that's about the people that would watch the Cosby show and go, oh, that's hilarious. Boy, I wish I could have that life. Shut up. What are you talking about? That's not even your mama. That's my mama. That, that's people. This is finally a show about them that's a, that's for them and about them. You know, you know, like a lot of times, and, and God love it, it, you know, some of these shows, they were just so far away from the people that were actually watching them that they, it was like, what is this? But this show, oh my God. Right I, on sometimes the nose. I watch it, I'm like, shit, how are you watching this? One thing, one thing I will say is in the in the Emmys on the creative side, it was nominated for outstanding cinematography for a multi-camera series. And so it was up against uh some really good folks however that was the only nomination for the upshaws is, is it possible this show was too real no and it could be the people and that's voting that might think you know i don't want to see 2d curse but she's cursing <laughs> i know the voice is traumatized in the fact that kim field i am a fully adult woman in pretty much every way uh is is using terms that you can't say to your pastor uh, oh. but you know what that's that <laughs> is real duty but yet the one thing that i will say the realness that phil's bring to her role 
in this in this comedy series it just there were some scenes that may almost move me to tears because i'm thinking yes we are married i have agreed that we're going to use this money for this purpose and you do something that is not that has not been discussed you don't respect the marriage you don't respect me and that her reaction to that is just is 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 phenomenal so yeah i like the realness of it hey baby How could you take my money? Said what now? How could you take something that you knew was so important to me? Okay, baby, I um, got a. I wanted to tell you, talk to you and tell you about this. I got a perfectly good reason why, and here it is. I um went and. You usually cut me off by now. You need to leave. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll just go upstairs and I'll give you time to cool off. No. You need to go. You need to get out of my house. Baby, look, I'm sorry, okay? I'll I, I put it back. I got you. I mean, come on. I mean... Get I, out. Get out, Penny. Oh, you're on Netflix, and if you didn't catch the first season, you need to catch the first season. It certainly does evolve. The story right, continues right. And, and adds into things, and it's it's got to be one of the realest shows about a a black family that I have seen. So those are our comedy comedy shows. Abbott Elementary, Atlanta, Black Lady Sketch Show, Everything Is Trash, Upshaw, and now, now dramas. The five dramas. So these are the five drama shows we feel like are worth watching. Um, let's go with the first one that you mentioned. I'm gonna go to the list I'm looking at right now. And the first one starts out with We Own the City on HBO Max. Mm -hmm. Now that's something that we talked about here uh, on our talk on Tuesdays, which you all should catch. Uh, each Tuesday, it's Bow the Voice. Uh, Coach Tony and myself, we are uh, coming together and we talk live for an hour. Uh, when is that? That's uh, from 8 to 9 Central, 9 to 10 Eastern. You should check that out. We talked about We Own the City. Now, what do you like about We Own the City? Uh, John Bernathal. Am I yeah. saying his name right? Yeah. 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 He's, he's um, <laughs> you can't look away. He is definitely the one that makes it worth your while for watching. And um, I think I, I think this show got snubbed. I don't think it got nominated and in, in, I'm looking for it right now, but um, this was a six part HBO uh, cop drama and it's based on The Wire um, and Trimme uh, producers and, and creator David, David Simon. Yes. Yeah. So creating this and then my thing is, is that um, when you know, this is Baltimore, this is this is the corrupt Baltimore Police Department and just kind of a build up to what happens. And then following the one cop that John plays uh, throughout this, you know, throughout the six part series, and you're just kind of on the edge. And what what is 
interesting about the editing and how it's told as a cop, especially when you are, you know, following, supposedly following the rules, you have to file a report. So they always start a scene possibly with him talking, his character talking, and he's putting his name on a sheet. You'll see it typed up and then what's happening. And and then, and then they'll actually go to that incident. So I think that type of um, storytelling is brilliant and it jumps around. It jumps from when he was a rookie and then when he got corrupt and then you kind of see that kind of well, it's a journalistic it's a journalistic, journalistic. way to tell story. thank you because thank you. with, with any time you do a story you've got to have some basis of it and you need to have a document it needs to be grounded in some evidence so here's the evidence they're presenting to you to you through the show like here's the falsified report this is what yeah. he signed his name to the bs he said happened and now let's show you what actually happened. And it is a far cry from what he signed <laughs> off on. I know. <laughs> and, and the actor that you mentioned, uh, you guys have seen him in other things, but you'll probably see him in a much even bigger profile show coming to Showtime. He is taking on the Richard Gere role in a remake of American Chicago. What? Yes. I will love to see. I would love to see that. Oh my goodness! A lot of, a lot of, a lot of sport coats and no shirts. So there you go. <laughs> Euphoria, Euphoria. Mm. Now let me just very clearly state that mm. I do not condone anything that is expressed in the show Euphoria, which is set in a high school, and I happen to work at a high school. Uh, this is not behavior that I would think is. Tolerable, tolerated, acceptable, and certainly would send me to send uh, students to counseling and or to law enforcement. Now, Euphoria, as a show, it is an excellent soap opera. It's a soap opera set in the high school with all the things you expect the soap opera to have, a lot of fornication, a <laughs> lot of, of legal and illegal drugs and alcohol and parties and people confused about who they are and trying to express themselves as teenagers will during that time uh it stars zendaya it's her vehicle sam levinson is the producer but this is pretty much starring zendaya she has won an emmy before in this role in the title role and we mentioned on our uh talk on tuesday uh, earlier the, last week, last week on our talk on Tuesday, we mentioned that Coleman uh, Domingo, the actor who you probably know from our ratings, Black Bottom, some other shows, African American actor, he already won an Emmy prior to uh, Monday's Emmy show for his role uh, in the show. So a lot oh. of the cast is nominated for it. It is and- one of those soft operas. It's been a while. This is not something to watch with kids, even though no, it's, it's set not. in high school. Don't sit your high schooler in front of the TV to watch this, but they've probably seen it already. So you yeah, should. and and I think Euphoria um, is is one of those one of those shows from HBO uh, that has garnered a lot of nominations. Currently, twenty five, and they're already the winner of eight. So yeah. Um, yeah. HBO for. A, a, as a, for a long time back in the day used to always dominate the Emmys and this is a, a show that the Academy has really um, picked up and kind of you know been drawn to because of the performances 
Wow. So parents, guardians, you should know about this show. It is a show quite popular among that group. It's got an amazing soundtrack. Uh, the sound music supervisor, he, she, he or she should get an Emmy or that they <laughs> should get an Emmy. It, it's amazing. Uh, so we covered two shows that are on HBO Max, Beyond the City and Euphoria. Let's switch to Let's switch to The Bear, The Bear on FX Hulu, The Bear. What are your thoughts about The Bear? Well, I will say this. I was hesitant about checking this out and then found out, hey, it's shot right here in Chicago. Although there are parts that is shot in New York. Didn't realize that, but I was like, oh, okay, yeah. interesting. Right. Not gonna, not gonna, um, uh, figure that Nigga out. hate on New York, right? <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna hate on New York. Can't do that. However, this series, it really, um, I'm very fascinated with, you know, the uh, sibling relationships and just kind of dealing with grief and how do you deal with, how do you deal with it? Um, and kind of anxiety and what is looming can feel like a bear. And I think um, you'll have to see it till the, till the, I think it's eight episodes. Is it correct? Eight episodes, eight eight episodes. All available on FX Hulu. The good thing about it is if you binge on those, it's, it's, this is not an unrewarded binge. There is a second season. It has been renewed for a second season. Uh, the star of the bear is a young man that you probably know from Shameless. Mm-hmm. There's a cameo in uh, the bear from an actor that we talked about very glowingly earlier, just a few minutes mm-hmm. ago. He makes a cameo. I don't want to spoil it, but we did talk about what a great actor he is. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you follow that through line, you know who we're talking about. It's. I think it's also fitting that the show is set in Chicago and is really trying to capture the vibe and essence of Chicago, and it calls itself. So the, the actors, um, Jeremy Allen White, who plays the lead. Um, yeah, shameless. The lead, the lead, right. And then uh, Ebon Moss and uh, Maddie Math- Matheson. There are some great actors in here, but I tell you that last episode of the first season, I was in tears. So it, I will it, it recommend. Thank you for the recommend. Great cliffhanger. Oh my is a god! Great cliffhanger it? Because it? it's unexplained why the thing that happens has Happen. happened. I talked to different people about it, and and from a consensus, we all think that it's a nefarious thing, and it's just going to be their downfall when they start next season. Exactly. So can't wait for that to come up. That's the bear on FX Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of things that uh, have an unexpected second season, Squid Game. There is how that. in the world is there more Squid Game, Val? The I, boys. I uh, we did a whole podcast and a review on on Talk on Tuesday with this and go back check the podcast check Ooh. our title. Yes. So how there, is there a second season of Squid Game? I I, I don't. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm alarmed in a way and worried that there's a second season. Yeah, well, I will I will say this is that Squid Game was um, the darling of 
of Netflix, and it garnered 14 nominations, Emmy nominations. Yes. Um, and I think, did anything win? I'm, oh, yeah, something won. Uh, the yes. guest actress uh, uh, won for okay. Squid Game. Okay. And I am not going to, Lee, you, me. Yes. And, and a lot of the actors uh, whose names you may not be able to pronounce, and, and there's no disrespect, I just don't want to, I don't want to no, do, I want to do, do them justice. Like, this is our, uh, you'll recognize their faces because they're going to be in more and more things. This show was a tremendous worldwide success. Hit. Yes. And uh, also, also the winner of Outstanding Special Visual Effects in a single episode. Speaking of smooth transitions, I just made one. Our final drama that we think that is worthy of watching. What's worthy of watching? Industry. Industry is worthy of watching. And I'll tell you, I'm ready to say that out loud now. I quietly watched the first season as it was happening. I okay. told no, I said nothing because I kept looking at it like, I, I can't really look away. I had the same feeling I did when I watched Euphoria. I'm like, should I be watching this? Is this, now, Industry is set in London. That's mm -hmm. the setting of the story. It's in the financial services industry, which I couldn't tell you about to save my life. So obviously it's one of those stories that it's about something very technical, but it's not really. Um, this is almost like Secession-like. If you watch Secession, which is a wonderful mm -hmm. show, no need to recommend that. Gazillion mm -hmm. people watch Secession. Exactly. However, industry industry follows these young people who are just going into i guess almost like their first shot at a career and it shows you the things that they are willing to do to try to make it almost akin to darn near selling their souls to try to get ahead uh the lead character is harper who's this young woman who maybe comes from a very rough background possibly she has lied. She has done so much to get to where she is that if you ever pull that string, everything will unravel. But here she is, each episode almost rolling the dice, hoping for something, hoping against hope for something good will happen. And so far, she's on a roll. I, I can't stop watching it. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about it? I did see it, uh, a few episodes of industry. It didn't really make a mark on myself. However, I was fascinated by, I'm fascinated by anything from overseas England. I was one of the things why I watched, um, what was the Idris Elba um, series that was on BBC? That was- oh. um, Luther. Luther. Luther, right. Luther. Yeah, cause I, 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 I have a thing about the English accent and and how proper it sounds and and just to hear you know Idris going from you know I've seen him do American accents very well but to hear his natural English accent it's a it's a turn on but it's um, one thing that I will say industry is is not for the faint at heart I I remember when I was watching it I was like oh my gosh you're gonna go you're gonna do that for to try to accomplish what really. And I'm thinking these have got to be young people that don't realize that you do not have to sell your soul for this. However, but industry is um, created by Nikki Down and Conrad 
Conrad Ray. And uh, it premiered here on HBO uh, on, in 20, in November of 2020. Uh, so it is, I think, I think we're on the second, no, we're on the second season. Second season. We're, on, second we're, current, season. Yeah. we're currently on the second season right now. And it, it catapulted HBO. I don't exactly know how many nominations it got, but HBO uh, received well over a hundred mm. nominations for all of the shows, Succession, Euphoria, Black Lady mm-hmm. Sketch Show, and, and Industry is nominated in a few of those as well. So uh, HBO can, it's, it continues to have this, this record of impressing the Academy over at the, uh, we're at the Emmys and just keeps, you know, shows as far as far back as the Sopranos to now, just keeps getting nominated and people are taking a look at this uh, produced out of the BBC and coming over 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 these shores. It's like if it's Wall Street, whatever Wall Street would be considered over in England. So industry, not for the uh, faint at heart, not for uh, children. No, no, <laughs> not not for children. No, they're talking about uh, you said Wall Street. Yeah, this ain't Sesame Street, okay? No, it ain't. No, no, it's not. It's not Sesame Street. No, definitely not. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, Kenan Kenan Thompson will be hosting the Emmy Awards this year. I'm uh, one of the longest (laughs) uh, cast members on SNL, but he'll be uh, hosting. And I'll be rooting for some of the folks or some of the shows that we did mention. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, But, however... These are the shows that you should be watching versus, and we recommend them because we, you know, we we think that they're um, remarkable in their own unique way. Atlanta, Abbott Elementary, We Own the City. Everything Euphoria, is trash. Life everything life. is trash. It's a podcast. Upshaws. <laughs> yeah, the podcast. Like yeah, yeah, we stuff like that show. Yeah, okay. Well, this has been great. All right. To check out more from Mr. Womble and Val the Voice, chop it up regarding the Emmys, please visit our Interludes YouTube channel. Have you seen it? It's the weekly chat with EP Michael Womble, Coach Tony, and Val the Voice Johnson. Interludes Extra presents Talk on Tuesdays. Join us and other special guests as we break down the latest topics surrounding music, movies, and sports every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, live in the chat on our Interludes YouTube channel. Interludes, original concept by Valerie Johnson, written by Michael Womble, produced by Michael Womble and Valerie Johnson, original intro and outro music produced by Kendall Nesbitt. Interludes, a pure lighthouse production. This episode is brought to you by the Riddles Clean Comedy Virtual Show, featuring hosts Jury O'Neill, Donald Owens Jr., Michael Womble, and Val The Voice Johnson. To purchase an on-demand ticket, please visit our website, 
linktr.ee forward slash Pure Light Media. To subscribe to our YouTube channel or join our Interludes Facebook group, visit the website linktr.ee forward slash Pure Light Media. Media.